is a podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. Freedom. I want to ask you a question. It's one of those rhetorical ones, but uh, you want to think of the answer in your mind. But what does freedom mean to you? What does it mean to be free? Just have a think about that for a second. What does it mean to be free? In the passage of scripture that we're going to have a look at over the next few weeks as we just go into a series of freedom in Christ, Paul starts off in Galatians chapter 5 with just the most wonderful sentence. He says, freedom, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. It's for freedom that Christ, this morning church, it's for freedom that Christ has set you free. That as we put our faith and our trust in Jesus, it's for freedom that he set us free. And I guess if we ask the question as we've done there, what does freedom mean to us? What does it mean to be free? We have to get the wrong answer out of the way quickly, okay? Of course, none of you will have got the answer, but the wrong answer. You'll have all got the right answer. But the wrong answer is that freedom means that I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I please. That's not freedom. You see, because the problem with that freedom is that if I decide that I want to hurt John, then I'll do it. Probably won't. He's bigger than I am. (laughs) But if if that's what I decide, then I'll do it because I'm free to do whatever I want to do. But we know straight away, don't we? That's not freedom. That is not freedom at all. Because if somebody wants to hurt or to kill, then that's what they'll do because they felt like it. And that's how they wanted to be. But we know, don't we, that freedom also enlightens us to the fact that we have to say, okay, I'm not going to do those things, although that might be all right. I'm not going to do those things because we know, don't we, that we would feel the full force of the law in the first instance. But freedom, rather, is the opportunity to make choices in an environment that's there to protect you and others. That's freedom. And sometimes we think, well, there's a lot of red tape. But the truth is that if we don't have that red tape, people do do what they want. And of course, that brings around all sorts of chaos, hurt and pain. You see, I know that in the United Kingdom, I'm free to have my hair cut however I want. Some of you may not want it like this. (laughs) I'm just clinging on to it because my dad's bald, so... But I also know that I'm free to have as many kids as I would like. Because that's freedom. However that comes about... I can do whatever I want, unlike perhaps in other countries where we know that that's not the case. I also know that all of us over the age of 18 are free to vote. All of us. Nobody listens to the news, do they? I mean, come on. 
We're free to vote for the political party that I choose, and I'm free, uh, free to do that. But also, I'm free to have either chocolate, banana, or strawberry milkshake. Yes, that is my choice. There is no choice on whether I go medium or large. There is no choice there. It's large every single time. But I'm also free to make all of these sorts of things in an environment that I know that those decisions aren't going to hurt somebody else. Often I worry about my hair, whether it might hurt somebody else. But, uh, but, but those choices that I make aren't going to hurt anybody. And we find freedom in a safe place, not a free-for-all. We find freedom in a safe place, not a free-for-all. And with that said, Paul goes on that Christ has freed you if you believe and trust in him as your saviour. And he says then to us, so don't put slavery back on. He says, just have a look at the end of verse 1 there uh, of Galatians chapter 5. He says, stand firm then and don't let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And simply a yoke back in the olden days with the oxen. They used to have a yoke across their back and they used to carry and pull the plough. But also for people that used to take buckets of water to and from different places because we didn't have taps. Yeah, I know. Strange. They used to have a yoke on their shoulders and a bucket on either side. They're burdened by the weight of it. Much like the oxen is burdened by the weight of the yoke. And Paul says to us here, don't be burdened by a yoke of slavery because Christ set you free. It's for freedom that he's given you this opportunity. It's for freedom that he's given us the chance to be free. So don't go back and put slavery back on your shoulders. You see, if we take the verse in context, the churches in a place called Galatia were going back to the Jewish way of things. And we've been doing this in Bible study. Um, for those of you that have been or maybe um, even received the message via WhatsApp media. I know it's so posh. It really is. That one's not that good. It's not iTunes, is it? But we've tried. But uh, for those of you that have perhaps heard that and been following the study as we've gone through Galatians, that we see then that, that, that they were trying to go back to the Jewish way of life. They were binding themselves up in law, rules and regulations that say you have to do this and you have to do this or you won't get to this. And the truth is that there are all sorts of religions around the world that will say you have to do, you have to do, you have to do. This is why Christianity is so different, because Christ has done. Amen? You see, we don't uh, bind ourselves up in the religion aspect, but rather it's a relationship with Christ. And Paul's saying, you've been freed, you've received freedom... And you're going to bind yourselves back up in the Jewish law. But let's just have a think about that for you and for me. That we can easily do the same. Now we might not bind ourselves up in Jewish law. But rather we understand that Christ has set us free. Or I hope that we do. But what's he set us free from? What's he set us free from? And the word simply is sin. Anybody heard that word before? I won't ask you if you have sinned, 
Because the Bible tells me in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So that means all of you have, regardless of how you answer me. The Bible tells me that that's the case. So let's just have a look in Romans chapter 6 and verse 17. If we understand then that Christ has set us free from sin, Paul again says to the church at Rome, but thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching to which you were entrusted. You have been set free from sin. And have become slaves to righteousness, living right for Christ. He says, you have been set free from sin. You might not think that sin's got you tangled up this morning. You might think that you're all okay. But the Bible tells me, as we've already seen from Romans 3.23, that we're all sinners. And the chains of sin will bind us up and they will send us. All of us, outside of Christ, to a Christless eternity. That's an eternity without hope. That's an eternity in that word that we don't like to use, but that's hell. But Paul says to us here, but thanks to God, that though you used to be slaves to sin, you came to obey the truth in Christ. And that's the opportunity that we have this morning. God has given us the opportunity to break free from sin. We break free from sin. How? Through Jesus on the cross. And I've mentioned it before, but if you're new this morning, we have a, a cross up just there. Jesus isn't on it. Amen? He is not on that cross. That cross is empty because he defeated sin and death. He doesn't hang there. He defeated death. And us this morning, we celebrate that because we know that Christ has done what needed to be done. And that through him, we can have freedom through the shedding of the blood on the cross that we are made free. And simply all we have to do is say, God, I am sorry. I am sorry for the sin in my life. I believe you. I trust you. Come into my heart and change me. Such a small sentence the most important sentence of all of our lives. Because outside of Christ, as I've said, we are on our way to a Christ-less eternity. And that as we do that, as we ask God and Jesus into our hearts and the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, we actually receive life. Because before that, we didn't even know what life was. The Bible is very clear in what it says to us and says that outside of Christ, we do not have life. So often, though, church, we know this, don't we? That as believers, as we've accepted Christ as Savior, we go back to sin, don't we? Heck, you know, like I do, that Monday morning always takes its toll. And it's that sharp word. It's that little bit of attitude. Of course, I don't have attitude, but John, that were a bit too loud, actually. It was a little bit too loud, that one. But it's just those moments that we know that we let ourselves down. But more than that, we're to bring glory to God. And we let him down. We let down his name when we do daft things. And we turn 
to the wrong way and we make mistakes and we do things wrong. Now I know that you, like I, will always make mistakes. This is the fact of we are on our way to perfection. We ain't perfect now. There was only one that was perfect. His name was, definitely got to be louder than that for it to be on the recording. His name was, that's a lot better. You see, he was perfection. God sent perfection for you and me. One day, I will be perfect. You will be perfect if you accept Christ as Savior. It's not this side of glory. It's when we see our Savior face to face. And then all of the old passes away. There'll be no more tears, no more mourning, no more sadness. The old way has done. Don't we look forward to that with great anticipation? But let's be aware, church, that we can so easily slip back into this thing that Christ has freed us from. And we go and we stick the chains back on. I go and put the weight of the yoke back on my shoulders. And I feel myself burdened by the fact that the old self is still in there. The sin that so easily entangles. Hebrews 12 and verse 1 says this to us. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. You see, we have to be aware. Sin is waiting to trip us up. It is waiting to trip us up. Much like, you know, you've never done this, but... Some people may. You know, when you sweep the stuff under the carpet because somebody's coming. You've gone round enough, you lift the rug and you sweep it under. Oh yes, I see it in your eyes. It all looks good, please don't lift the carpet. We've got one of those cupboards, you've got one as well, haven't you? Don't go in there. Not when you've got guests, whatever you do, don't open it because all the shoes will fall out and it'll be very awkward. Mostly for me. <laughs> Because I'm sure Lol told me to clean that. But anyway, we've got those things that we do that we sweep under the carpet. And it doesn't take long, does it, before the pile builds up. It doesn't take long before it becomes a tripping hazard. And not long after we've swept the muck under the carpet, we find ourselves going head over. And this is what the, the word tells us, that we have to be so careful, so aware of the things that we know that we're doing wrong. And the Bible says to us that sin easily entangles. It's not difficult for sin to entangle, and I know we can all testify to that. But the Bible tells us that Christ, it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Let's make sure that we are aware of that, And let's make sure that we understand this morning that we have freedom. We are freed from sin through Jesus' blood. Amen? There is freedom in the name of Jesus. And this morning, that's what we want to declare. This is what we want to shout from the rooftops. We don't want to hold back with this because people need to know. Because if we don't tell people, they're on their way to hell. And we want people to have life. We want to love people. Isn't that what we're here for? The Bible tells us that we have been freed from sin through Jesus. And that there is freedom in his name. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for Jesus. We want to thank you that we can have freedom from sin as we put our trust and our faith in him. Father, help us to stay clear of sin, to keep the chains off, and to live free in and through you. Amen.
This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.